Susan Glasser is the editor-in-chief at Foreign Policy magazine. She's in Washington, D.C. Susan, the number of foreign policy crises at the moment is head-spinning. We just heard from Mary Kay about the South China conflict and the anti-American demonstrations in a broad swath of majority Muslim countries. There is the highly destructive attack that happened at Camp Bastion in Afghanistan. And, of course, there is the ongoing war in Syria. And we should mention Iraq and elsewhere. The list goes on, as you know. When you add all of these things together, for President Obama, what does it accumulate to? Is this a critical turning point or would you describe it otherwise? Well, you know, I think it's a good reminder that no matter how close you get to the presidential election and how much you want to focus exclusively on campaigning, the world happens, right? And that's the peril and also the opportunity of being uh, the incumbent president and running for re-election is that you don't have the luxury just of focusing on one thing, but your inbox uh, sooner or later will roar up with something like this. What's striking, of course, is that up until now in the U.S. presidential election context, foreign policy and world events have played very little role. And uh, before the conventions, I think the number was 4% of American voters who thought that uh, foreign policy would figure heavily into their votes, 4%. I'm sure that number is going up. Do you believe that if we look in particular what's happening right now in Muslim countries where there are protests going on, anti-American protests, does this give sufficient cause for questioning President Obama's approach to the Arab uprisings, response to them? Well, you know, there really are very serious questions uh, to be asked and and a real debate to be had about what uh, the right U.S. strategy is. We haven't even talked yet about Syria, for example, uh, where a new report out today shows that uh, the violence against civilians in that escalating civil war has gone up in recent months. We're talking about tens of thousands of people dead and not only no end of the conflict in sight, but actually it appears to be ratcheting up in its its deadliness. And so what's the conversation going to be about uh, whether President Obama Obama has taken the right course by largely sitting on the sidelines and uh, unfortunately allowing this this violence to play out, for example. And what is the argument for that, that he has sat on the sidelines and, and allowed things to play out? I mean, and the argument that he should have and could have done more, and more is in question as well as to what that could have been, to back America's friends in the region. Well, first of all, of course, you have uh, no international consensus and you have Russia and China, which have actively worked and blocked any effort to come up with a global consensus resolution on the UN Security Council. So that path is closed. Second of all, there's a belief that uh, the Syrian military is a much more uh, professional and deadly and organized military than that which existed in Libya. Uh, So there's not as clear cut of a military solution there. And thirdly, of course, there is the question of whether American voters have the stomach for another major military intervention in the Middle East. In many ways, it's quite possible that the events of the last week and the protests against U.S. embassies and, of course, the tragic killing of the U.S. envoy to Libya may actually increase the sentiment across the political spectrum in the United States for the U.S. simply to move away from the Middle East as quickly as possible. Do you think there's any reason to believe that a particular government that doesn't like Barack Obama is allowing more vociferous and violent protests, or do you think it's more organic than that? Well, I think what happened in Yemen is very different than what happened in Tunisia, is very different than what happens in Egypt and in what's unfolding in Pakistan, for example. So I think there are different 
fact sets and different levels of government engagement or disengagement, as the case may be, with all of these protests. So that while in Libya the story may be, have we created a new failed state? What is the ability of a, a generally pro-U.S. central government to project force and to protect American and Western diplomats around the country, the answer might be fairly minimal. So really that might be a story about a potentially failed state, while in Egypt, on the other hand, the story may be, well, how come the Egyptian security forces weren't called out in force to, to dispel the protests at the embassy when they certainly could have been? And so, again, you have a, a wide variety of situations to assess. Susan Glasser is the editor-in-chief at Foreign Policy Magazine. Nice to have you on the program. Thanks very much.